You just missed a home run. I missed out on an incredible deal you were offering at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It just started. You can get beautiful Pella Windows and pay no interest for four years. Visit PellaWI.com. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is the Jeff Wagner Show. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open now. Give us a call at 855-616-1620. And now, WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Good afternoon, Wisconsin. Welcome to the show. You know, this is one of these days where I really do wish we had a full show because there's so much stuff to discuss. If you want to get a hint on some of the things we're going to talk about in detail on tomorrow's program, which originated from Summerfest. It's the final <clears throat> weekend of Summerfest. You can check out my Twitter account. It, it's at Jeff Wagner 620. Um, the uh, Kenneth Twyman, he is um, he's the notorious Wisconsin criminal who um, committed crimes, was let out on a stupid low bail, apparently killed somebody and has been on the run. He was caught. Got a link to that story. Um <laughs> little bit of background on the Highland Park shooter who now, it turns out, drove to Madison. It was apparently complimented, considering continuing to do, an, like, another shooting. Well, if you go through the background, how the guy got the gun, he got the gun because his idiot father decided to sponsor him for the firearms permit that he needed to get. And apparently the family, after the police were called to the kid's house a while ago for threatening to kill all the entire family, the family refused to cooperate with authorities, so the, the red flags didn't take into effect. And... All right, well, I've got a link to this story. All right, Democrats on the Milwaukee County Board are apparently unclear as to whether or not Tony Evers can win the election on his own next November. So they're already taking taxpayer dollars in a scheme to try to juice turnout. It worked in 2018. Will it work again? In it worked in will it work in 2022? Got a link to that story. We're going to discuss that and a lot more. But I, I want to. Spend some time today because it, it's the lead into the Brewers game, and I know there's a lot of people that are listening to us as they're probably heading out to the game. I, I was at the ball game last night, and as I was saying to Steve, it was it was just kind of one of those those really bad games all all around. The Craig Council made some mistakes. The infield defense was horrible. No kidding, it was just one of those things, and and it was to the Cubs as well. So you know, hopefully they'll they'll do better today. I really I, I sent out a tweet on this. I I don't know what to make of the Brewers this year. They're eleven games over. 500 and they're in first place and and that's the good news the bad news is the the they play in arguably the weakest division in baseball and of those 11 games over 500 um they played the pittsburgh pirates 10 times and they're eight and two against the pirates and like seven and two against the Cincinnati Reds. So that those two teams, which are two of the worst teams in baseball, that that's where that eleven game spread comes from. They're like five hundred against the rest of the league. So it's really kind of tough to tell how how good they are. They beat the bottom feeders, but you know what can you do? But in any event, you know hopefully that'll all work out. Huge baseball fan, want to see the Brewers do well. So anyhow, I'm at the ball game. Last night, and I, I know some of the ushers. I have a twenty-game packs tickets. I know some of the ushers, and one of the uh, beer vendors recognizes me and, and comes up to me, and, and we're having a, a conversation because here, here's here's what happens. If you haven't figured this out, American Family Field, like so many different places, has gone cashless. For all intents and purposes, you cannot take cash. So here's the deal. 
there's I'm on the aisle, my buddy's next to me, and then there's a group of four. So somebody in the group of four wants to buy a beer. So the beer vendor comes up to me, and he's, he's, you know, he's there. And, and here's the kabuki dance that you now have to do. It used to be, hey, hey beer guy, you know, give me two beers. The beer guy says it's $20. They give him 25 and keep the change, and the transaction is, is 30 seconds. So what happens is the beer guy has to – puts down his beer, he kind of kneels down, and he says to the lady, he says, okay, what do you want? She says, I want a Miller High Life or whatever. So he passes her the Miller High Life. She passes him the credit card. They then have these credit card readers that you insert the credit card into. The credit card readers, however, are from time to time, depending on Internet connections or whatever, they are painfully slow. So he's putting the card in, and the card, it's just, it's not coming along. It's not reading it. So he's got to pull it out. He's got to manually enter the number. He's got to push it again. You know, finally, after about like a minute to a minute and a half, it comes through. Then what he's got to do is he's got to give the card back, and then he passes over the credit card reader so she can put in a tip. And a transaction that normally would take, I don't know, you know, maybe a minute tops, takes two, three, four minutes. So the beer vendor, while he's struggling with this, and just because the card reader, he says, this is awful. He said, you know, this is, it's costing us a ton of money because it slows the process down incredibly. We're not able to sell anywhere near as much beer as we used to be able to sell because the transactions take so long. He says on top of that, he says at concerts, when it's really, really busy, where you've got like a lot of people who are trying to buy beer, he says, I'll turn around and I'll find myself, I'll I'll be surrounded by like 10, 12, 15 people who are all waiting, getting impatient because they're they're not able to get served because we can only serve people as fast as the technology exists. In any event, he said, I just hate this. I, I absolutely hate this and, and pretty much everybody who says you know work selling stuff hates the fact that they have gone cashless now it's not just an american family field that does this this is of course the trend go down to summerfest and summerfest is pretty much exclusively cashless as well you can't just go up to the beer tent and say hey you know give me two beers and they give them a twenty dollars and they give you change and you say take it you've got to have the credit card you've got to go through the same sort of of thing our number is 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Now, I assume that the real reason that businesses do this is because it gives them inventory control. You know, all the sales are, are monitored. You don't have the problems of, of dealing with cash and then having to have people, like, count the cash and did they make the right change and that sort of stuff. But from a customer-friendly perspective... Whether it's at the ballpark or whether it's Summerfest or whether it's Fiserv, I think this is incredibly um, customer unfriendly to require, that is require, credit cards to be used. I think it's great to give people the option of paying with credit cards. And I understand that there's a lot of people who don't carry credit cards, and who, who just don't carry cash anymore. And I also understand I'm one of these dinosaurs that always has cash in my pocket. But the truth of the matter is there's not, when, when you go to a lot of these events, there, there's not even the opportunity to use the cash. Our number, 855-616-1620. How do you feel about the cashless requirements at whether it's the ballpark or whether it's Summerfest or whether it's at the concerts or, or whatever. The idea that you can no longer buy, use cash to purchase things. 855-616-1620. I will tell you, I think the vendors hate it. What do you think? 
Okay, me and the beer vendor are not alone. Jeff, I hate the credit card policy only at American Family Field. The vendor had trouble with the Internet when I bought beer, which, which is what happens. They're, you know, the, the, the Internet, sometimes it's slow, and so it just takes forever. Anyways, the inter- vendor had trouble with the Internet when I bought beer. Somehow my purchase got charged twice. It took me two months and many calls to American Family Field office to get the charge reversed. I hate that policy. Jeff, I bartend at Summerfest. I have to explain to every customer how to use the system. So many people want to pay cash. We just don't even have tills. I prefer cash. It is definitely slowing down sales. Some people even walk away. Jeff, I think it sucks. I do cash only. Banks are making a ton of money out of this cashless society, right? Because, you know, there's a charge. Um, Jeff, why wouldn't you hate it? It slows the process down. Um, you know, I think you want to sell more products if a person could use the cash option. And again, that's that, that's all I'm saying. Let, let's let's have that cash option back. Um, one of our texters says, well, you know, part of it might be internal security. It, it, that's what I said earlier. It, it pretty much eliminates mistakes as far as like miscounting cash. Let's start with Rita. Rita in Milwaukee. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Yes, we're on our way right now to the Mm -hmm. Milwaukee Brewers game, and it is cashless, but we always carry cash just like you, and we, that's what we prefer. But we just, we thought all the stadiums were cashless, but we just got back from Boston, two games at Fenway Park, and sure enough, there they were, the old fashioned guys going, that's a very old ballpark, so steps are steep and a lot of running around. There they had all that big wad of cash in their hand. Uh, people giving them tips yep. and paying cash. Those guys, those guys were happy. Well, well right, and the, and the process takes just half as long, you know, because you don't have to wait for the Internet connection, processing, processing, processing. Okay, finally the transaction is approved. You just say, hey, I want two beers. Here's 20 bucks. Keep the change, and, and you're gone. It's just... It is. I mean, I don't. I I guess I understand they're they're concerned about employee theft or whatever. But my goodness, don't you think there's something else they could do to accommodate fans who want to pay cash? Absolutely, and we're all for it. We were so happy about the whole situation. But you had the option when you went to buy their menu wasn't real real big. It's like I said, it's a very small ballpark. But you go in there and you have the choice when you go to buy right. a hot dog or something right. then to use your credit card or debt. But those those guys with the beer and candy boy, that was boom, 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 just like you said. Right. Uh, th- very fast service and no. they moved on. No, Rita, thanks for the call and enjoy the game. Jim in Cedarburg. Jim, you're on WTMJ. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. How are you doing? Good. What do you think? Sorry, sorry you had to see such a terrible game last night. <laughs> well, that's okay. Um, what do I think? As a retired teacher who used to work at the stadium once upon a time for about 10 years at the other stadium anyway, you know, it was always a struggle to try and make 200 bucks. You know, that was a good game if you did. And um, now with the cashless system as a fan, I absolutely hate it. I like using cash. I guess I'm old school, just like everybody else my age. And uh, it's it's a pain. You know, you're waiting for the transaction to happen, right. like you said, and it distracts from me being able to watch the game. So, you know, it's just time consuming and and really I think if you if if you get more than one beer, which I know you said you don't, but if you get more than one beer, you feel the second time around, man, I got tipped it yet again. <laughs> Right, or a beer that already cost me eleven bucks. I'm really not in the mood for this, you know. Well, yeah, so, and, and you know, my from guess a is, perspective, 
Go ahead. You know, go ahead. No, that, that, that's the other question. I mean, from a vendor's perspective, I mean, like I say, the guy I'm talking to yesterday, and he, he's telling me everybody, it just slows down the sales. They they can't service as anywhere close to as many people as they could before, and they make money on commissions. I mean, that, that the way they make their money is by you know by selling beer, and if it takes them a lot longer to do it, they they lose out on on money from it. From my talking with my friends who are left out there, not many of them anymore, but now they struggle to make 100 bucks a game. Well, when you're coming in from, like, Richfield or whatever, and you're driving in at 5 bucks a gallon on gas, I, you know, you probably walk home with 75 bucks after being out there seven hours. Well, yeah. you know, I'm sure they're starting to think, what's what's the use? Well, right. No, th- no thanks for the call. Now, I mean, again, I, I guess the some people would argue that when they as, they, as they go through this dog and pony show where, okay, here's the credit card, here's the machine, there, there is that, that thing that asks you whether you want to tip, and I think a lot of people probably do. They add 10 or 15% or whatever that is, but I, I, I got to believe that that actually, even with the cash, they were making more tips than that, because I think a lot of people would just round up, okay, that's that's two beers, and it's whatever it is, $22, here's 25 bucks. you know, keep the change. My guess is that they were making more, but they were definitely able to sell more. Plus, it's the whole area of of the inconvenience that's there uh, of of people having to fumble with the credit cards. And maybe maybe people will catch on to the system a couple years from now, and and maybe this is what the young people just completely like. And I'm not saying take it away. I mean, I'm not suggesting at all that I think you should take away the option for people to be able to use credit cards. But for... I think I'm willing to bet more than 50% of the people that, that go to these games would like at least the option to be able to use cash. I'm sorry, we had to bail on like full phone lines. I, and I will tell you this, there's not many things that we talk about on this program where there's a unanimous opinion, unanimous among the callers, unanimous among the texters. This is, this is that unicorn. Nobody likes the mandatory cashless systems. And, and I hope whether it's the folks at Summerfest or the, the people at American Family Field or Pfizer Forum, I, I hope people wake up to the fact that this is extremely user unfriendly for some people. Here's a text, Jeff. My daughter's boyfriend always gets a scorecard at baseball games. I, I do too. I, I, well, I, I score, but I, I have a book at home and I pull out a page and bring it on a clipboard. Anyways, my daughter's boyfriend always gets a scorecard at baseball games. I think at the Brewers game, they charge two bucks for the scorecards if you want to buy one. He had to charge that and a pencil the last time he went to the Brewers game. Ridiculous. So for, you know, two dollars and fifty cents or three bucks, you you can't just give them three bucks. You've got to pull out your credit card and you've got to charge. You got to put a three dollar charge on the credit card. I mean, at some point in time. Don't don't we need to say, look, you know, cash is, in fact, legal tender, and you at least need to give the patrons the option of doing it. I don't mean to pick on American Family Field. Like I say, I, I think a lot of different places, this idea that, okay, we're, we're going to go modern, and we're going to have the technology, and we're going to do this, it, it turns out to really hurt, I mean, hurts the business, hurts other people as well. I just... I, I want before we end this program. I, I made a reference to this on my Twitter account. It's at, at Jeff Wagner six twenty. Breaking news yesterday uh, of the passing of former state senator from the, the south side of Milwaukee. His name is Jeff Playley. Jeff over the years was a guest on this program from time to time. He was a, a state senator as a Democrat. Um, um, he was on the Milwaukee, uh, the South Milwaukee Common Council. He was in the state. Assembly. Then he was in the Wisconsin State Senate until 2010, and then he joined the Walker administration as um, 
the administrator for the Division of State Facilities, um, and, and he stayed, stayed there till 2016. Jeff Plaley was the, the rarest of, of people you find in the world of politics. He was a moderate Democrat who wanted to figure out ways to get things done. And he was really, really good at working with people at both sides of the aisle to actually accomplish stuff. He was just a really, really nice guy. But to me, he was also the epitome of what a public servant should, in fact, be. And the news was he passed away over the weekend at the age of 54. Um, And I I think a lot of us who worked with Jeff over the years were kind of surprised and certainly very saddened by this. Because, again, the, the politics would be better if there were more people like Jeff Playley in it.